You are listening to Nathan Chansky, and this is the Passion with Purpose podcast. Are you an aspiring creative entrepreneur or established small business owner with a fuel to pursue the things that light you up like nothing else? If so, you are in the right place, my friend. My name is Nathan Shansky, and I'm a photographer and photography business educator. On this podcast, I'm here to drop nothing less than weekly truckloads of business and marketing tips, mindset shifts, and transformative wisdom from my life and career to bring you into the highest potential self that God created you to be. I will see you right here each week and let's commit to learning, growing, and achieving our goals together one bold step at a time. All right, are you ready for today's topic? I'm super ready about it. Ready about it? Um, okay, I'm super excited about it um, because this actually is kind of a fun topic to talk about. The Enneagram. Do you know? What the, do you know what the Enneagram is? Okay, so for those of you who don't know what the Enneagram is, which I was actually surprised, like recently in my Instagram stories, to find out how many people don't know what the Enneagram is. So the best way I can put the Enneagram is the Enneagram is a like just in, I think it's called layman's terms or something. It's like a nine part. No, it's not a nine part test. It's a personality test. That's like going to give you one of nine different types of personalities. Okay. So you take this test, you answer questions about your behavior. You answer questions about your like, kind of just like, yeah, the way you act with people, yourself, uh, the way you think, the, what motivates you, all this kind of stuff. And then basically at the end, like a normal personality test would do, it spits out a number and tells you, and it, and it usually gives you a wing, okay? So it gives you a wing of like, okay, you're this number, but you wing this way or you wing that way. And um, the way you wing also kind of like determines a little bit of your personality type. So it basically gives a little bit of nuance to your number instead of just saying you're just one number. So anyway... Yeah, it's it's become a very popular personality test. If you've never heard about it, I would be very surprised. Now, you may have never heard about it, but I'm going to assume that you probably have heard about it. And um, I get asked a question a lot. And basically, the question I get asked a lot is, what Enneagram am I? And not only that, I also hear people saying a lot of times things like, I am, insert their Enneagram number. And I just want to talk about all that, okay? So let me start off by saying, if you are expecting me in this episode to uh, rip on the Enneagram or to fully support it, I'm actually not going to do either. <laughs> um, I feel like people are going to expect me to do one of those two, like, oh my gosh, I hate it, or oh my gosh, I absolutely love it. Um, I'm actually not going to do either of those. I'm, I'm probably going to give you kind of like, hey, here's what's, I think, good about it. And I think here's what's bad about it. And um, I've touched on this in my Instagram stories before, and I feel like it sparks a lot of conversation because usually people have very strong opinions, opinions on it if they have heard about it. Um, I, I would say I have like strong-ish opinions on it, um, but they're not like massively hating or they're not they're not massively negative or positive they're more like <sighs> negatives and positives i guess <laughs> um so i want to talk to you a little bit about kind of like my personal experience with the enneagram so that you know a little bit about like where i'm coming from and that i'm not just like super naive about it um because i think a lot of people would assume that and like if 
you know, I don't know. Maybe people would assume that about me. I have no idea. But what's really funny is I used to be very into the Enneagram, very into it, like so into it. Not like I was like an Enneagram coach or anything, but I was like so, I would so consistently try to figure out people's numbers. I I like I knew what my like quote unquote number was and what I tested as. And like I would just yeah, so it was so funny. Like I would meet new people and I would be like, what number are they? You know what I mean? I just tried to think about it. I was just like, what number are they? And then finally when I like found like some indicator that I was like, oh yeah, I think they're that number. And then it kept reinforcing with like further interactions with them. I'm like, oh heck yeah, they are this number. I thought I was like I thought I had like this insight into them. Like I almost knew them better than they knew themselves, which is so ridiculous, by the way. Um, and I almost still have to fight myself from maintaining that like these days of like, don't put an Enneagram on somebody. Don't put a number on them. Like just just experience them for yourself. Um, so that said, I know all the numbers. I know all the wings. I I mean, <laughs> it's not that hard to know the wings because they're right next to the number that, that they're in. Um, so... I feel like all I'm saying is I probably know a lot more than the average person about the Enneagram. I'm not like someone coming at it from like, like, you know how some people will like talk about something and they'll be like, they have such strong opinions about like, let's say a movie they've never seen or something like that. (laughs) So that's not me. Like I totally know what it is. Totally have delved into it. Used to love it. And I'm just gonna tell you a little bit about what I love about it first. Okay, so first thing that I love about it is it really... It's like a personality test, and and as with a lot of personality tests, it reveals a lot about yourself, and it reveals a lot of weaknesses that you actually didn't know were there, and or you probably didn't know were there, Um, and it kind of gives you a way to be aware of them and fight them. You know, it's kind of like, hey, if you struggle with X, just be aware of that. This is probably kind of like what your personality most strongly struggles with, um, and maybe this and maybe that. Um, and here's how to like combat that. And, and, and you know what I mean? It kind of gives you a little bit of a roadmap and identification for those things. Um, it also reveals strengths. So it tells you kind of like, Hey, here's what you are most likely to be good at. Here's, um, where you excel. Here's how you interact with people very well. Um, all that kind of stuff, which is great, you know, like identifying different things like that. And it, it, for me, it really was able to reveal a lot of that about myself. And, um, I think it's helped me in a lot of senses because I think if I, I think if I didn't know those things about myself, I would have been like, Oh, I really don't, I don't know. Um, I don't know like how I'm gonna, uh, I don't know. Like I, I, I just don't know where I'd have picked up on those things necessarily, unless I was like really introspectively, analyzing myself and doing it from an educated place, which I don't know if I would have ever done that necessarily. It also gives you an explanation or just sense-making for your human behavior in general. And a lot of times I think people don't really know why they do what they do. And it can oftentimes give you like a springboard of like, hey, this is what, this is kind of like how to make sense of this and and why you do this. And like, hey, this is actually kind of a pattern with you if you think about it. And you're like, oh yeah, it kind of is. Interesting. And then it also, I think it's great because it helps, it can help you understand other people. Now, again, I don't do what I used to do, which was like you, you look at people and you're like, oh, you're this number or that number or something like that. But I think sometimes when you can kind of like notice certain things about people, you can kind of be like, okay, they may have uh, some characteristics of this number, and I just need to be aware of you know this. Like if somebody tests as 
Oh man, if someone tests as like A2, which is what's called the helper, and they're somebody who is very, very, um, they, they're very focused on like helping people and they, and they get a lot of like love and self, uh, fulfillment out of that kind of. I'm sure all the Enneagram coaches listening are like, oh my gosh, he's so wrong. But I do think that's like <laughs> pretty accurate, I hope, um, of the helper. And so it's like, like for instance, like my mom tests as a helper for the most part. And, it's just nice for me to know that because I'm like, okay, well, I know that, you know, when she's kind of like, you know, maybe doing something that I might think as overstepping, I don't think that's her overstepping. That's just kind of, that's who she, not like who she is. Cause I think that goes down the wrong road, but it's, it's almost like, you know, that's like, that's just something I have to give her more, maybe more grace for. That's just, that's just kind of like, that's my mom. I don't know. Um, so just, it does help me sometimes understand other people and just also identifying, I think this is what really helped me, is that other people are different than you. And not everyone thinks the exact same way as you. I, I know growing up, like I I think sometimes you think when you're little, like that everybody is like the same human almost, and like everybody thinks the exact same way you do. And I think it was I think it's really good to just kind of identify that, like, nope, not everyone thinks the same way as you. <laughs> and people have different motivations, people have different like emotions, backgrounds, like all that kind of stuff. And that, that makes them who they are. And you have to understand that they're not always going to think the exact same way you do or function the exact same way you do. And that's very helpful to know that. So those are the things that I really like about it. And those are the things that have really helped me in terms of the Enneagram. Now, here's what I don't love about it. And this is uh, kind of what I want to talk about a little bit. Um, and Hope I don't step on any toes, but if I do, it's okay. Because like stepping on toes sometimes needs to happen. You know what I mean? I feel like if I never stepped on your toes, like I feel like you wouldn't want to listen anymore because like I wouldn't be challenging you, right? So <laughs> I don't know. Um, so here's what I don't love about it. Okay. I think that the Enneagram hot take is taken a little too far. Okay. And I think I just noticed the overarching uh, like message and verbiage and discourse around the Enneagram is just a little too potent for me these days. And it's just like, why are we so focused on this one personality test to like identify who we are? Like, why are we so hyper-focused on that? Why do we even need to be so focused on identifying ourselves? Like, what? Why? You know what I mean? Like, why do we have to put ourselves in like an like a box. Like, why do we, why do we need to do that? You know what I mean? The other thing is, I think it can focus a, a lot on people's negatives and their weaknesses. And I do think it's really funny too, because what I noticed after reading through all the numbers is that there are certain numbers that are clearly more like less desirable more or less desirable. There's numbers that are clearly more desirable or less desirable than others. And more like potential for success or more potential for like, I don't know, um, functioning well in a certain area than others. And I just find that that can be very destructive to people's minds, especially if they're like not in one of like the more positive ones. You know, and <laughs> what's really funny about this is like, again, you get this, you you take this test, you, you answer all these questions, and then you get this number spit out to you. And then you get all this information about yourself, basically. And it basically, it's like, 
oh, here's this, all this information about this type. And like, it's like, oh my gosh, like, okay, I guess I'm this type now. And like, I guess I'm quote unquote reading about myself. Like, what? Like, a computer is telling me, a computer program is, or this test is telling me who I am in paragraph form over and over again. And I, wow, this is a lot of information and it's very deep, deep information, mind you. And it's, it's like life altering information in a lot of senses. And a lot of it's negative and a lot of it is about your weaknesses. And I will be honest with you. I think it focuses too much on that. I think I don't know particularly if it's super good to hyper-focus on those things. Um, I actually think that can be very damaging, especially to the subconscious mind. And that kind of leads me into the next one, which where, where I talk about, I think that a lot of times people say, quote-unquote, I am a, and then insert their number, which I think is very subconsciously damaging. Now, the reason I think that is because when you take identity and you hear those words spoken over yourself, that is like proven... <laughs> Um, that is proven to impact people. When you take identity and when you say things that your subconscious mind hears and your brain absorbs, scientifically, it impacts you and your behavior. It really does. So, like, if you were to go out there and you were to constantly be like, I am a bad photographer, I am a bad photographer, and you told everybody that, I promise you, you would be a self-fulfilling prophecy. You would truly become a bad photographer. If you don't believe me, truly go research like the the brain and the how the brain functions and talk with people who have studied the brain, read books about how the brain works. I promise you, it's a thing. If you speak things over yourself, over your brain and over your mind, they, they will fulfill and in your life. They will manifest in your life. Um so I do think that it can be very damaging if you are, it's not just like, oh, if I speak negative things over myself. If you speak anything over yourself with such strong identity, such potent identity, and you know what that identity is, and you're like, oh, like let's say you say, I, I, my number is a six. And you're like, I'm a six. And you're like, okay, you know what a six is. You've read the paragraphs all about a six. And if you keep saying, I am a six, and like, oh, yeah, like I, like I'm a I'm a six on the Enneagram. And you keep saying that. There is like, I'm sorry, but I do not believe there is a single way that your brain doesn't absorb that and doesn't actually use that to fulfill that in your life on a on a real behavioral level. Truly believe it does. And um, I just think there's a lot of danger there because not only are you, are you absorbing those strengths, but you're also absorbing those weaknesses. And you're not only absorbing, it's not, it's not like, oh, well, I'm absorbing the strengths of it. Okay, but you're also putting yourself in a box of only absorbing certain strengths. And you're like, well, I'm, and I do think that it's like, oh, I am a six in spite of the fact that I'm not a nine, in spite of the fact that I'm not a two. And so it's almost like you're like, oh, well, like I'm a six, so I'm really not someone who loves to like help people necessarily or something like that. Now, I don't want to go too far with this, but I do think that absorbing things through taking personal identity with them is a very, very like important thing to understand and to be wary of. So, and by the way, like I will also just say this, this really impacted me because I felt like I got so engrossed into like what my number was and then even like what my wing was 
that it really, man, it really impacted me. And And it almost like, yes, it revealed almost like my personal box. And it was like, hey, you have this, you know, you're kind of in this box. And it helped me kind of get out of that quote unquote and like revealing like what the box I was in. Because that's what people say is like, hey, it reveals the box you're in. But I truly believe it gave me a box to be pigeonholed into. And it made me feel like I was reserved to this box now of this number and this wing. And that's that's who I am now. And I remember I found myself, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this towards like the spiritual level too, because it's important. Um, I find my, I found myself telling God, like with things that God would call me to and things that God was like, I want, I'm equipping you for this. I want you to move into this. I would find myself like basically inadvertently telling God, like, I'm not equipped for that because I'm this number. You know what I mean? And I'm, I'm this, I'm this number. And so like, that's my number is not good at those things, God. So (laughs) I don't think I'm going to do that. Um, because, or, or just like, even like, I really think this is a bad idea because I'm this number and, or I would literally even measure my success by looking at other people who I found successful and being like, are they my number? Are they not my number? Oh, they're not my number. See, I told you like my number just doesn't, or like something like that. Like I would, I would literally look at those types of things or like look at people who were, um, yeah, that I looked up to even like in, in, in places that I wanted to move into eventually and be like, are they kind of like my number? And like, you find out that they're not my number. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, yep, I can't do it. I knew it. You know what I mean? And it was like, God was like, uh, are you kidding me? I created you and I'm the creator of the universe. I know everything about you, buddy. And you're trying to tell me that the Enneagram, some like random test that someone created out of thin air is going to like keep you from your calling and what I've equipped you to do? No, absolutely not. And I remember like there was a point where I was like, okay, I cannot keep this up. I cannot keep saying these things over myself and even internally just identifying with this number and be like, I'm this number. Yep. I'm this number. And I, I'm, you know, I'm always going to be this number and like, Oh, I can do this. Cause I'm this number and I can't do that. Cause I'm this number. And I, I kept doing that or even like, or even like the personality I would take on. I felt like I would like even more strongly take on the personality of my number because I knew that was like my number quote unquote. And I was like, Oh yeah, I'm supposed to be this. I'm supposed to be this. Like this is this is like the most real authentic me because I know my number. What? Are you kidding me? Like no, absolutely not. Um so this was the point where I was like, okay, you know, Enneagram is is helpful, can be helpful, but this is going way too far. And this is like impacting me and implanting and embedding something in my brain and my mindset so deeply that it's becoming damaging and it's holding me back. And like, I just want to caution you from that. And I just want to caution you from if you've ever felt like I can't do something because I'm this Enneagram number, that is a, I'm just going to say this, that is like a sign to run the freak away from it. Because if there is any time where the Enneagram is holding you back from something that you are called to do or that you could do in incredible, incredible success or just power, you <laughs> I'm just saying, do not fall prey to that danger. Seriously. And again, I'm not saying it's all bad. 
I'm just saying, if you ever find yourself, again, to each their own, maybe I'm sure there's people listening to this who are like, wow, like I've never had that experience. That's great. But if there are people who have had that experience and that resonates with you, I do want you to be very careful of the thing like of the Enneagram. And maybe it's just not something for you. I don't know. Or like if you, I've had people say, hey, I've never taken it. Should I take it? And you know what I mean? I, I literally tell people, I say, you know, I, if I could go back and untake it, I probably would because I do think in a lot of senses, it put a damaging effect on me that I almost feel like I have less to discover about myself or I have less to discover about how God created me and what he equipped me for and what I can do. And like my full potential of just me, not, not me and all the other like numbers that correspond to me in the world, like just me, just me my potential. You know what I mean? And I almost wonder if I could go back and untake it. I think I would, honestly. Again, that's not for everybody. I'm not saying it's for everybody. And I'm, I'm also going to take it another step further with, like from a, from a biblical standpoint, if you believe in scripture and you believe in God's word, I do think, I just want to ask yourself, like, the, are there really only nine types of people that God created? Like you look at a snowflake, okay? And I'm, yeah, I'm going to use, I know, kindergarten example, but like you look at a snowflake and we all know that there's not a single snowflake that is identical to another. There is not. And that's like one of the most incredible things of God's creation. And it's just a testimony to how perfect and intricate God's design is. And the fact that like, we're all different. And I mean, so the snowflakes are all different, but it's kind of like, it's the same concept with humans that we're all different. And you're telling me that God was only creative enough and only big enough to come up with nine types of people. And then he was just like, yeah, that's only, <laughs> that's the capacity I have. Like I can only come up with nine types. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just going to say this. I think it dilutes God's intricate design. I really do. And I think that, <laughs> I really think that the Enneagram is something that has just been taken too far and people put way too much stock into it for something that's not even touched on in scripture. And it was created, I don't even know when it was created, but like, Guys, it wasn't even touched on in scripture. Like if it was that important that we should be putting so much stock into this personality test, don't you think God would have touched on this in scripture? Don't you think that this would have been like important enough that God was like, yeah, I'm going to like put this somewhere in there or like Jesus is going to talk about it or Paul is going to talk about it or somebody. But like, this is not touched on. This is not a biblical test in any way, shape or form. So why are we taking it to be, why are, why are we giving it so much hold on our lives. Why? I, that's just my question. And again, like, I'm not trying to attack you if you love it. I'm just saying, why are we giving so much hold on it? Why are we giving it so much hold in our lives? Um, and the other thing I just want to kind of like say, last little point of like why I kind of don't really like it is no one's one number. No one is no, no one is one number. Like when people try to tell me um, that I'm one number and like when I describe myself, <laughs> it's so funny. Like anytime I ever describe myself on my Instagram stories or something, people are always like, oh, so you're at this number. And it's so funny to me because they're all different. Like all the answers that people give are like completely different from each other. And it just makes me laugh. I'm not offended by the way. I don't, I don't really care. I just laugh. I think it's funny. There are some people who got it right. And I think if they get it right, I like tell them they get it right. <laughs> um, but anyway, I just think that no one's one number, you know, like what I say, if people talk, talk to me about the Enneagram, I, and they really want to know my number, by the way, I'm not telling you what it is on this podcast. Cause I, I genuinely think there's power in that. Even like speaking it 
to like my audience. Like, I don't want you guys to think of me as a number. I don't. I'm sorry. Because then I, because then I like think that you think of me as that number. And then I start acting that way as that number. And I just, I just, I just don't. I just, I'm, I'm me. I'm just me. <laughs> and I truly believe no one's just one number. I think everyone's truly like a snowflake. Everyone is different, you know? So personally, as with a lot of what I talk about on here, balance can be good. Enneagram can be good, can be bad. And um, yeah, if you're interested in it, I'm not going to say don't ever look at it. Don't don't do it. Um, but I would take it lightly. I would not take it as something that is going to alter your life and uh, redefine who you are as a person. And um, the lighter you can take it, the better. And maybe I just took it too far. And that's why I had a bad experience with it. But I do think if you if you want to take the test, if you want to get into it, take it lightly. And funny because I actually find, I, I found more help in, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of the Myers-Briggs test, but that's more of a test where it basically gives you more like a score. And um, it's, it's, it's kind of like a fine-tuned score of like how you operate in your environment and with your community and how you operate with people, um, like especially like in the introverted, extroverted scale. I love that scale because like for me, I've always been like, am I introverted, extroverted? And for me, I test right in the middle, like almost like straight up down the middle. I think a little slightly bit off to the introverted side, um, but it just helps me like, oh, okay, well, that makes sense. I mean, that's like exactly what I expected, you know what I mean? Because I'm like, oh, so I'm not necessarily an introvert or an extrovert purebred. I'm just kind of like, in the middle-ish. Um, that makes sense. I don't know. It's more of like a score. So I like that. It's less introspective and like soul searching. And yeah, I don't know. I I think if you want to take a test, I, I kind of like that one a little bit better. Um, um, so anyway, I hope this expanded your mind a little bit. I definitely, this went way longer than I was expecting it to be. I thought this was going to be like a 10 minute or we're like at 25 minutes. But yeah, if you find this helpful, share it. Like seriously, send it to a friend, uh, maybe who might need it or who even who would find this interesting. I feel like even people who disagree with me would find this like interesting to talk about. I love talking about this stuff. Like people who love the Enneagram, I love talking with them about it, you know, even if it's like we have different thoughts. I think it's cool. So yeah, if you found it interesting, Share it, share it on your story, send it to a friend, write me a review. I love those. Those, those make my freaking day. I read, I read every single one and they made my, my they make my absolute day. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening, you guys. I really appreciate it. And I will uh, see you right here on Wednesday.